Welcome to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. We're passionate about helping you restore your metabolism for confidence, energy, and fat loss without giving up the foods you love. We're your hosts, Josh and Brittany. Listen for simple, easy-to-follow tips and strategies that you can start implementing today to get long-term results. We're so glad you're here. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. Welcome back to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. Welcome back. All right, so this episode is about why you're not seeing results on your fitness journey. Yeah, I feel like this is a frustrating topic for a lot of people. It's, oh my gosh, uh, it's so frustrating. Yeah, I mean, when you go into any plan, whether it's fitness, health, work, life, relationships, like you want to see the fruits of your labor. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used to work out twice a day and do long runs and these miserable high intensity workouts just to try to, you know, get that lean body. And I was miserable. Yeah. And, and yeah, <laughs> I never you, really looked like I wanted to. So, <laughs> and you like, you still looked good. I just want to make sure. You still good. Um, but like I, like you immediately, when you're doing two a days, you're in it for two, three weeks, you're in it for a month. You're looking at the scale, you're looking in the mirror, and you want to look like the people on social media. Social media, You want to like have that dream body because you've put in the effort, you've put in the work. Um, and yeah, that's what results can be very frustrating. So frustrating. If you're putting all this time and your energy in and you're just, you keep doing more and more and more and you're still not seeing results. That's yeah. just, nobody wants that. Yeah, so what we wanted to do today was lay out maybe some reasons why results aren't coming. And just to give a really overall picture and some insights that you can look into your own journey and see how these may relate to you. So mm-hmm. the first one is you're not actually following a plan. Mm-hmm. So, in I mean, I'll be the first to admit I've done... A CrossFit workout on a Monday. I've done strength workout on a Tuesday. Metabolic on a Wednesday. Yeah. And then <laughs> high <I'll>, intensity. <laughs> yeah. And then on the weekends, I'm going for a long run and I'm asking myself, well, why don't I see these strength gains? <laughs> well, I'm not doing a strength plan. Yeah. Why am I not seeing these um, improvements in my mile time where I'm not following a plan that's designed around improving your mile time. And that's the same for taking like classes at the Y, like Zumba classes or something like that. Like they're great for healthy, but they're not designed to help you reach any specific goal necessarily. Yeah. So you can take those classes all you want, but they're not going to help you grow a booty if that's your goal because they're not programmed that way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not. And whether your goal is fitness related or maybe losing a couple pounds, if you're constantly just trying out new things, there's no defined path for you to go down. And that's probably why you're not seeing results of because you're just trying so many different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it takes consistency with a specific plan in order to see results. So like the booty example that I said earlier, you need a very specific plan in order to grow a booty and to get to see those gains. And you need to follow that plan for a very long time in order to see results. Results don't don't just show up in, they really don't show up in like eight, 10 weeks. It usually takes longer. Yeah. And especially with Muscle growth, which is something you brought up on a previous podcast, you're only going to get maybe one pound of muscle growth a month, Mm -hmm. maybe two if you're new to it. But for the most, most of us aren't really going to see more than like about a pound of muscle growth a month. And that's 
assuming you're sleeping well and you're eating well. So with that plan, it should be a holistic plan. The grow your booty plan is <laughs> great exercises, but it's also, are you getting eight hours of sleep? Are you getting in enough protein? Are you getting enough carbs and fats? Is that calorie range optimized for the growth or the results you want to see. Mm -hmm. So you need to make sure you are following a plan that's lined in alignment with your goals in terms of exercise as well as nutrition. Yeah, it, it has to be a holistic plan because whether it's a strength plan or a weight loss plan, it needs to have something around exercise. It needs to have something around nutrition and either sleep or stress management. And designed specifically for your goals that you have in mind. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the off the shelf programs uh, just aren't tailored to your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Number two, you're focusing on the details instead of looking at the big picture. And this kind of relates to a previous podcast we've done where we talked about the many ways results show up. So if I'm only looking at one way a, a particular result may show up, and then maybe it's the scale. There are other ways results may be showing up, but if I'm only narrowly focused on the one thing, mm -hmm. then I may be ignoring how results are happening all around me. Yeah. And a lot of those results can be seen through progress photos or measurements. So it's you just want to be careful that you're not just looking at the scale or that your results that you're not looking for a sweat necessarily. A lot of girls specifically think that they don't have a good workout in if they don't sweat, they're not working out hard enough. They're not going to see the results they want because they didn't sweat when sweat is actually not a good measure of progress. And the same thing goes for being sore. Soreness isn't necessary. doesn't necessarily mean that you had a good workout and that you're not going to see the muscle gains that you want. Yeah, soreness over time um, could actually be a symptom of something bad occurring, that mm -hmm. you're not feeding yourself properly or you're not recovering enough if you're constantly sore over months and months and months. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, a sweat doesn't indicate a good workout. Um, muscle soreness doesn't indicate a good workout. Um, but there are many ways to see results because it could be I'm able to lift more weights, but the scale may stay the same. That's still progress. Or the scale may change, but you're not getting stronger. That's still progress. So there's so many ways, like how you feel, how you're sleeping, your mood, mm -hmm. all ways that results show up that may not be in that narrow scope of what you're looking for in terms of results. Exactly. And so number three is going to be focusing on the small details instead of looking at the big picture. Mm -hmm. So I remember I had a client, he asked, which is better, kale or spinach? And <laughs> I, in my response, I was like, I, I can tell you, but it really doesn't matter because you're not getting in enough vegetables either way. Like we're looking for you to get four to five cups of vegetables either way. So if you're focused too much on the smaller details, instead of looking at the big picture, are you getting in some vegetables? Are you getting in some protein? Are you able to sleep well at night? Let's focus on the big picture first before we just narrow things down to the intricate details. And I think that goes for a lot of superfoods as well. Like, do I need to add this to my diet? Because it's been it's been all over my social media that this is so good for me. It has so much vitamin C in it. Mm -hmm. Do I need to be adding this to my smoothies? And well, it's 
you just need to be having an overall healthy diet. You don't need to be adding all these specific superfoods to your, your diet. You're just going to stress yourself out. Just keep it simple. Yeah. And it's the response that everyone hates, but every health coach with any experience says the same thing. It depends. Like (laughs) if you're wanting to add this or that to your diet or your exercise, it depends. But just like we said in the first one, it all relates to that holistic plan that your coach has with you and where they see you going and really putting in um, guidelines to say, let's just focus on these three things. Once you get really good at these basic foundational things, let's move up a level and look for more detailed things. Mm -hmm. But at no point is sleep, exercise, nutrition, ever not going to be the most important things. Yeah. Dial those in and then worry about the details later. Yes. Um, Number four, you're not willing to get out of your comfort zone. This is a tough one. (laughs) There are a lot of people who want to see results and don't want to put in the work. And I've been guilty of this too. But like, there is this analogy I heard recently, and it just makes so makes so much sense. If you wanted to be a doctor, for example, you have to go to school for to be a doctor. You you just because you love playing guitar, that doesn't mean you can go to school for to be a musician when you want to be a doctor. You have to actually go to school to be a doctor. You have to not only sign up for it, you have to show up for the classes. You have to do the work. You have to put in the study. You have to take the exams, and you have to pass the exams. If you don't pass them, then you're going to have to go back track a little bit and then go back through it again until you can actually become a doctor. And the same thing applies with your fitness journey. If you have certain physique goals, so for women, if you want that certain hourglass figure with a the bigger booty and a tinier waist, or for men, you want that bodybuilder V shape, you have to follow a workout program that is designed for you to achieve those goals. So you have to go to school to be a doctor, to be a doctor. You have to lift weights. If you want to have a certain physique, you can't do the high intensity workouts or the cardio workouts. Those are actually going to go against your goals. So you just have to be willing to step outside of your comfort zone. And sometimes that means doing things you don't want to do. If you don't enjoy lifting weights, but you want that end goal, you're going to have to lift weights. They're not the, the physique isn't going to just come to you by doing HIIT workouts or cardio if you need to lift weights in order to achieve that result. Yeah. Every single person you've ever seen in terms of influencer or you want their body or aesthetic or whatever, they don't do workouts that they like. Occasionally, they're going to do workouts that they enjoy. You can involve, you can work those in sometimes. Yeah. But I, I guess what I'm trying to say is There are days I don't want to go to the gym, Mm -hmm. but I go to the gym anyways. It's part of my routine. I'm never not glad (laughs) that I went unless like I run behind on something and I miss a meeting, whatever, but I don't do that really. Yeah. It's not like we wake up in the morning every day like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to go to the gym. Let me just tell you guys, sometimes I sit in the car for 10, 15 minutes before I go into the gym, just scrolling social media or listening to a podcast or an audiobook because I don't feel like working out. (laughs) Yeah. But I get my butt up, I go inside and I start slowly and then I start feeling good and enjoying it. And I'm like you said, when I walk out, I'm happy I worked out. (laughs) Yeah. And James Clear talks about this in Atomic Habits where... To just jump into an hour workout, 
that just is a huge change to who you are as a person. And the same thing is going to go with nutrition. I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and be a completely different person who's going to have this completely different meal plan. (laughs) Just do it bit by bit. So maybe you're going to the gym and it's 10 minutes. You get a couple lifts in. You go from machine to machine. Walk out the door. That's a win. Or if it's nutrition, I'm going to have... um, Throw in some spinach into my smoothie. That's my vegetable for today. And that's better than what I did yesterday. That's a win. Over time, building that up, that gets you to slightly push out of your comfort zone without completely upending your life. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's, but the hardest part, and we even see this with some of our clients that they have a great plan that's worked tailored exactly towards their goals, but it's hard to take that first step. And the first steps is always going to be the hardest Mm -hmm. because it's something different. And I feel really comfortable with where I'm at right now. Yeah. And it may not be healthy, but it's comforting. And sometimes you have to get out of that comfort zone if you want to see results. Well, you pretty much always do. Yeah. Yeah. The results are always on the other side of that comfort level or outside that comfort level. And to your point that you were just talking about earlier, you can only create, what is it? One to three habits at a time for your brain in order to be able to actually create those habits and follow through. So just start small, just get yourself motivated, take action, do the hard thing, whether you want to or not start small and let it work itself out from there. Yeah. And something that Brittany does with some of her clients that I am definitely going to steal is she creates very small habits for her clients. And it's like, did you add 10 grams of protein and just knock that off for a daily habit? And that's your win for the day. And week after week, when you see these clients being like, I hit 10 grams more than I did last week or last month. And day after day, and all of a sudden we increase that, we increase that again. Month over month, that slightly nudge out of your comfort zone has led to some tremendous results. I mean, it leads to entire lifestyle changes, but the key is to just start with those small habits. Yeah. Small habits. Whether they're in your comfort zone or not. Yeah. Small (laughs) habits pay off in the big picture. Um, Something I like to do in my daily journals is I'll write down two to three very small five minute actions that I can complete. And that's my goal for today. Obviously, I'm going to have tons of meetings. I need to meet with a bunch of people. I need to do other things behind besides those two to three things. But those two to three things offer me a little bit of a a guiding light on if I can accomplish these two two to three things month over month, I'm going to see tremendous progress. Absolutely. And our last point for today's podcast is consistency. You have to be consistent if you want to see results. And the more consistent you are, the faster you're going to see results. So it's not all or nothing. It's not about being perfect. It's just being about consistent in the long run. Yeah. And if you're not able to be what we like to say, 80% consistent, so that's probably six days out of the week or six to five to six days out of the week with your macro calories, and some type of movement, 
you're not going to see the results long term. Mm-hmm. Actually, you will see the results long term. It's just going to take a lot longer. Yeah, you can be 60% consistent. Like That's still fine. As long as you're not completely blowing it out of the water on the days that you're not consistent. Yeah. It's just, you're still, it's not like you just completely forget everything you've learned on the day, times you're not consistent. You're still mindful. You're still mindful of portions. You're mindful of getting prioritizing your protein and just getting movement in. You're just, you're not being as consistent as you normally do. Yeah. And when we talk about the 50% consistent, 60% consistent, 80% consistent, the reason we like consistency as a metric of what we see as success, and that's the way to get results is if I took a snapshot of your week, you're trending in the right direction. If I took a snapshot of your month, you're trending in the right direction. So your overall calorie consumption would be less than what you'll need if you're going to lose weight or something. So we're always week after week, day after day, we're always trending in that right direction. And that's really what we want as coaches. Yeah. So you need to allow for some room for failure and some imperfections and some grace because you're not always going to get it right, but it's just about trending in the right direction in the long run. Yeah. And that kind of goes into this final thought about results and we have to really think about what are the real results we want out of a healthy life. And it may be a smaller waistline. It may be a smaller number on the scale. But in the end, we want that, and I'm going to use our name, <laughs> a pretty healthy life. <laughs> and then I know it's it's kind of funny, but it's true. I, when you think about where you want to be in five years, 10 years, 30 years, you want to look back and be like, I had a pretty healthy life where I was able to be with my kids. I was able to run around with them and I wasn't just crippling up the stairs. I was able to um, be a great husband or wife to my partner and I was able to do all the things and enjoy them thoroughly because I live a pretty healthy life. And in the end, we all have that as the end goal. Um So when we're looking for results, where are we when we look at that whole holistic idea of who we want to be? And are we trending in that direction? And that's probably some positive results. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because exercise is meant to be a means to improve your confidence, your energy, your mental health. It's not meant to be used as punishment because you ate something quote unquote bad, or, uh, it's not meant to be used as a means to earn your food. It's meant to help you have that mental clarity and the mental health and confidence and the energy, like you said, just to have a pretty healthy life. Yeah. And it's, I I love how you're, you're positioning that because it's exercise is really just training our body to be able to function outside of the gym better. So to enjoy all those things that we love to do better. And I feel like looking at it from that perspective that this is just training me for the life that I want to have. And I should enjoy that process. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's it for today. Um, Any last words? As baby Beckett would say, (laughs) bye-bye. Bye-bye and stay pretty healthy. If you know you're ready to lose weight and build muscle while simultaneously improving your relationship with food, but would love some additional support, we're here to help you. 
We know that dieting too strictly for too long can slow your metabolism and we can help you restore it with our proven PHF method. We've helped hundreds of others reach their physique and health goals without having to give up the foods they love or constantly being on a diet. And we'd love to help you too. Fill out the obligation-free application in the show notes or at prettyhealthycoaching.com.